What's up, fam? I'm Eros Jack Setterman. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe. It's been a minute. Minute. It's been almost a week. Minute. I missed you. A lot's mm. gone down. What's on your mind today? First and foremost, happy 4th of July to those who choose to celebrate. I myself choose to celebrate in a different way where this is happy national. Spend your entire fucking holiday on social social media watching highlights from the Michael Rubin 4th of July all white party. Let's just get one thing straight. Everyone saw it. And maybe it's just that cool to me because it's like the Sixers kind of are involved. Um, unless Mo Bamba uh, and Grant Williams. But you can't really consider yourself on planet earth. Like you want to talk about self-awareness and athletes and like opting in and opting out of player contracts and different people leading us into tomorrow. You cannot in 2022 sit around and call yourself an a plus plus list celebrity. Unless you have an invite, you didn't have to go, but unless you didn't have an invite, to the Michael Rubin Fourth of July all white party. Yeah, major major respect to Steve Aoki because Steve Aoki he's he's gone down the path of Aoki. NFTs. Aoki he's gone down the path of NFTs and Web three, and so a lot of people have kind of turned sour on him. They're like, you know, you're a DJ, go DJ, stop buying pictures of rocks. Meanwhile, he has not fallen out of the spotlight because while he was not there, he took the time to comment on Michael Rubin's Instagram saying, "Damn." Wish I could have made it, implying the invite. So that, I that's, respect that, that. No, that is strategic. He was. There's no way Steve Aoki was invited to that party. You think so? If I were a celebrity and I weren't invited and people knew who I were, that's the first thing I would be doing is covering my ass so people don't think I wasn't invited. I, I think, I think it, if you're invited, you fucking go. Unless you're like a Justin Bieber. And that got me thinking, right? You're doing so many new things with Snapback Kitchen, with everything you got going on that sometimes, and I think this is the hardest part about being a content creator and entrepreneur, is that you seem to stretch yourself thin. Now, I am not on payroll. I am not your manager. I am not your intern. But I still look out for you. And I was thinking, with this whole Snapback Kitchen, another product vertical that we could um, go down, I saw a story recently of... Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber got denied entry at like a crazy New York City restaurant. What if we opened up a crazy restaurant in New York City or wherever all over? And the only way you can get a reservation in that restaurant is if you provide photo proof of an invite to the Michael Rubin party within the last five years. (laughs) That is the only way that you can get in. Um, So you're either invited in that regard or... I mean, I guess you have to be a sixer or whatever. It's just not me. It's in the rules. Um, or you have to be a sixer. But until you get that invite to that party, you can't dine with us now. And I don't know. I don't know. I haven't thought this through that much as to the feasibility or the interest level. Uh, a name I thought of could be just like tamper is what we call it. Just tamper. I like that. I was going to go with the My Roo house because we've got Soho house here in New York. It's a I thought it's Snap Rubin, but I don't really want to get sued by a billionaire. Yeah. I, no, I was going to say My Roo, Michael Rubin house. And What do you and think much- happens at that party? My guess the stuff, is- The stuff that you and I saw- is my guess is, them. yeah, that's that's for the internet. My guess is a lot of drugs and player recruitment. Hmm. I don't know. It's like the Met Gala. It's like the Met Gala. We see what happens. What the fuck happens inside the Met Gala? I promise you when a lot of celebrities of that stature get together, 
They're talking about business and they're probably doing drugs. <laughs> the the DJs and rappers might be, but the players get tested. You know, they get tested. So well, if you were if you were gonna be a fly on the wall at that party, what's one thing that like you would really want to see? So I'll give you a funny anecdote of something I would really be intrigued by, right? Because Tyrese Maxey was there. He's a superstar. We know that. But Grant Williams, respectfully, is not at that level. These right? were, he's, Tyrese Maxey got there because he's a sixer. Grant Williams got there because he was probably Tatum's plus one or two. Exactly. So, Which makes you think, just lost a championship. You didn't see him at the party. We've had talks. Kevin Durant's in the trade market. Trouble in paradise with Jalen and Jason. I don't know. I didn't see Jalen Brown there. Be. I saw Grant Williams. Could be. Anyways. I have been with, I'll call him above Grant Williams stature when it comes to athletics, right? And when Give I was me an at example. the Super Bowl. Of, of a player? Of a player? Yeah, yeah, I'm trying not to dox, just respectfully. But at the Super Bowl party that we attended. We'll call this Justin player Obi for, for, <laughs> for the story. Yeah, we'll call him Obadiah. So the player was having some adult beverages and was GA. So trust me, this player has a hundred million dollars to his name could have been on a table, but was, was enjoying the festivities from the general admission. It's a similar high level party. So like the general admission is not your typical GA. Anyways, he literally turned to me and goes, yo, this is crazy. I'm like, what? He's like, we're, we're a hundred feet from Drake. I was like, Oh, what? Like that. So that's the crazy part. Guy must have never interviewed Joey Chestnut. Right. That's the crazy part is even when you're a $100 million professional athlete, all pro, like a stud, there's still levels to this shit. And Michael Rubin's party is the level. That's the level. It's Met Gala and then Michael Rubin's Hamptons party. Right. I just want to be a fly on the wall to observe like – the interactions and like yeah. what does a Grant Williams do when he speaks to Drake? Meanwhile, Kylie Rubin is way more comfortable talking to Meek Mill than oh, maybe Mo Bamba would have been. Yeah, see, that's the difference between you and I. You want to see it from that perspective, maybe to like gain insight into what goes in behind these celebrities' minds. I try to see which are the funniest when they're fucked up. We saw the content mm. from Clay Thompson at the parade. We saw Tom Brady at the parade. That's what we're looking to see. And imagine you got a guy like Mo Bamba who God knows how he got invited. I got to okay, like, I've been, I've seen Mo Bamba fucked up at a Sammy <laughs> Texas party before. You got to pick someone else. No, but my, no, but my, my thing is behind that is Mo Bamba specifically granted he's seven foot 11 and you can spot him a million miles away, but you've got people of the likes of like Kendall Jenner and all these like top, top celebrities. If they see this lanky Mo Bamba, just, drunk as a skunk rolling around Michael Rubin's Hampton house, which that building you cannot sit and call a house. That is not a home. No, no. That, <laughs> that is the craziest estate I've ever that is seen. a That is a building is what it is. But like imagine Kendall Jenner's like looking at Mo Bamba, like who the fuck is this guy and why are his limbs everywhere? And Devin Booker's Booker just that's, like, oh, that's how, that's how the, Mo got invited. That's the crazy part, Abe, is like, Mo Bama has his own song named after him. Something like Booker has lines, right? Like wet, like I'm booked, but Mo Bama has his own song that they probably, probably played got played. Yeah. Probably so like got played. other, other people that we like, 
you think people knew about our boys quickly and Maxi there? Maxi because he's a sixer and like Michael Rubin's connections. But I think IQ got that Maxi plus one, if we're being honest. No, and that, quick, that's not a hate. Quick, quick spugged for a couple of reasons because I think he's uh, Rock Nation. And so he's like done stuff with Jay Z before, and him and Fat Joe are pretty close just from the whole. When you're a Nick Gabe, there yeah, are you're certain right. things. You're right. You're right. Uh, we didn't. We didn't. Now, if Taj Gibson pulled up, that's a different conversation. <laughs> I mean, a different cup. I mean, and let's just let's just see, analyze the tape of what we saw from this party. PJ Tucker there, James Harden there, Joel Embiid there. Michael Rubin there, former Sixers owner, might I add. Tyrese mm-hmm. Maxey there. All in the Hamptons. Rich Kleinman there. Mm-hmm. All in the Hamptons. Kevin Durant was once in the Hamptons before. <laughs> Kevin Durant had to make a pretty important... There was a lot going on with Kevin Durant the last time. A member of probably 35 Ventures was... Well, let's be honest. They probably all have vacation homes in the Hamptons, but that's not the point. All I'm saying is there's a lot of Sixers there, Rich Kleiman's there. If you remember, four, three, four years ago, Kevin Durant met with the Warriors. Six years ago to the day. Six, Six years, years ago, ago to, to the, the day. day. Met with the Warriors in the Hamptons. Boom, announcement. I'm just analyzing the film. But but now, there was you no can KD. Take it, you there was no take, KD. Right. And you can take it, Jack, as Rich Kleiman, Emmanuel Quickly, and Donovan Mitchell were there. You can spin it as that. I'm choosing it to look at it this way. And that's all. That's just a few of the facts that I realized while, and the fact that Jason Tatum is dating LMI or May. I don't know. GG's. Uh, I'll, I'll knock you down a peg and just say Alex Scheinman has had a meeting with Rich Kleiman in the Hamptons <laughs> before. So, so nothing is guaranteed. When but was Kevin Durant there. on the but, market? At, was Kevin Durant at the market at that time? Had Kevin Durant been on the market, Jack, he might be wearing a Tendies Tuesday shirt during warmups. <laughs> Maybe you should just decide. Maybe as a as a as a content creator, as an entrepreneur, it's on your decision to time when you send your manager to the Hamptons. You're not wrong. You are not wrong. But Abe, next year the same party will go on. I think you and I, although we are billionaires as podcasters, are a couple years away. We gotta put in the work. We gotta source some more things. You gotta you gotta gobble some more gliz. But there is one person I don't need to gobble more gliz after this weekend. There's one person who secured an invite to next year's festivities, and that is the king himself, Brian Windhorse. Can oh we just get God. around? Wendy, baby. Wendy, uh, unbelievable. There was a party in the Hamptons. Joel Embiid was there. James Harden was there. PJ Tucker was there. Tyrese Maxey was there. Tobias Harris was not. Now, why is that? <laughs> just a legendary performance. So, so a couple of things in case you miss all of know where to start with this. And and you've been living under a rock. Free agency was crazy from the Kevin Durant announce uh, announcement that he requested a trade 2 hours before free agency opened. So people are going crazy. Free agency actually goes through and nothing happens. Meanwhile, the next day or the next night, Brian Windhorst does a two and a half minute monologue on why the Utah Jazz traded Royce O'Neal for a first round pick. This is like a fucking episode of Stranger Things. If we can figure out why the Brooklyn Nets wanted Royce O'Neal, we can find out where Kevin Durant is going and what the fuck is going on. And the only reason why I feel comfortable, not ragging, but maybe knocking him down a peg is because he got so much love that no matter what I say here will affect him. First off, don't knock my boy Wendy. 
like I was saying, everyone in the world though knew that that was like that was strange. He's, sit, he's sitting on first take, and he or I don't know if it was first take or ESPN. And there's three basketball analysts at the table. It was first take actually, and he's like, something happened yesterday. You may not even know. No, no, dude. We all have Woj notifications on. <laughs> we all fucking know. The woman at the desk said, I've got I've got his notification. And he just kept going, Royce O'Neal got traded. Now, why is that? I'm going to tell you without telling you. Because I myself have no fucking clue. But we will solve this mystery. It's not that deep, Wendy. But it was an great, a, a plus Oscar performance. And let's not knock Wendy. We see Woj. Everyone is caught on to Woj. He talks out of his ass. He's always three steps behind Shams on major news. No, 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 no. Like, what the fuck on Friday afternoon, Thursday afternoon, Jalen Brunson is armed. He is walking into a meeting armed with a Mavs $100 million offer. Stay tuned. We don't need to fucking see that. Just tweet the deal when it's done. He just tweets the tweet. And he was all over the place with the James Harden, Ben Simmons ship. Who stood firm, Pat? My boy, Wendy. And you know what? Now he's getting his flowers, and it's justifiably so. It's great to watch. And I will say the one thing about Woj that pisses me off, besides that it costs Ava and I hundreds and hundreds of dollars because of the NBA draft, is that right. he is clearly – like, Shams is clearly sourced. Like, very clearly he has sources. Woj has Woj, back channel – Woj has, Woj has Shams notifications on. No, but Woj has back channel And then he has deals. a sweatshop of tweeters where they just pretty if, much have different frameworks and they copy in, copy paste, team name, amount of money, and where the source was. That's all Woj does. He just gets Sham's notifications. If you notice what Woj tweets, like the Gobert trade, which we'll talk about in a minute, he's, he, he pumps up the owner. Because, or the GM, because that's who he's getting his sources from. And and when when we talked about Shams Lamar Jackson stuff, when we talked about the Lamar Jackson stuff, when you are truly plugged, in, no, Woj has the agents because every time he gets a big news, he actually tags the agency who gave him the Dude, information. It's just Rich Paul. Yeah, it's literally it just Rich Paul. It is. Um, I want to say what's up to the chat. I see Nick in here. Cosme Gary has popped in. We've got Drew Patel and Elliot. What's going on, fellas? Uh, all right, let's talk about the big news. It is that Kevin Durant has requested a trade from the Brooklyn Nets. I said no emergency podcast unless the Knicks ended up with a player of Donovan Mitchell's stature, maybe. Well, maybe we could have emergency potted if KD had gone to a new team. At this point, he has not. All we know, thanks to myself, is that his yeah, top destination Before we talk about Kevin Durant, the... I want to address you for a few minutes. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. You had some fun. The second KD news drop. Now I'm gonna I'm not gonna ask you to dox your sources. That's part of the reason I wanted to take this whole restaurant product chat um, my way mm -hmm. because you got a lot going on. You're trying to tell the people, feed the people what they want to know. Um, there was a lot said on your Twitter these last few days. Granted, I don't even know if you know what the fuck you said. I don't know where you currently stand. You can address where Kevin Durant currently stands in your mind. And you can address how his affiliation to the Philadelphia Union may or may not be insignificant to where he next plays basketball. But what was going on with you these last few days, working the sources, working the timeline, trying to churn out news and give the people what they want? Because Woj yes. was sitting there like a coward with his foot in his mouth. 
Yeah, so on a day like free agency, I let Woj and Shams kind of do their thing. I, I No source that I get is going to be something insane or some crazy piece of information about where X player is going to sign, right? But when the news came out about Kevin Durant, and many know that I'm plugged in the Brooklyn Nets, uh, you know, front office facility, not going to dox the sources, as well as Philadelphia, who then went in, and maybe made a little bit of a, a contact per se. I just I just shared the information and it was a flurry though, because a lot happened quickly. And like we'll talk about and as you attacked Kevin, you att- you what you went for the wrong fan base's heart because now you have about 30%, 30% market share of your Twitter following resides in the Philadelphia area. Well, that's because of the Harden stuff. So I've already built up a little bit of a Philly love. I went on the Philly uh, podcast the other day. I kind who of also who also the Philadelphia radio as this was going down. I listened to it live. I can play it if we want. Said and I quote: "This Jack Settlement, I'm hearing, and I'm hearing." The host said, "Is very." I, you know what? This is just so fucking funny. <laughs> I'm listening to Philly sports radio on a Friday afternoon, minding my goddamn business that's not true you're never minding your own business that's that now if we want to talk about one thing that's not true it's definitely that all right but, here we go yes uh, i have been told by a person who really really knows that that particular individual you can read that tweet one second when you find it is very plugged in okay and it's do not mind That's you laughing on the <laughs> recording. Respectfully, do not, respectfully. Do not mind the medic laugh. All right, so so you want the update. And what do I, you I know? Had, so this is what we know. No, not what and we it, know. Because everyone has the Bluebird app. What do you know, Jack? Yeah, but what we know is I'm sharing the information with all of us, and this is what we're going to know. And we're, we're the fam, so we do this together. What we know is this. Kevin Durant would like to play for a contender. I don't think that shocks anyone. And I kind of had this the whole way. Everyone kept tweeting at me saying, yo, Kevin Durant has no leverage. Kevin Durant isn't going to be able to have influence on where he goes. And, and, and the Brooklyn Nets are gaining leverage as free agency goes along. I was in a very different space than that because I completely disagreed from what I was hearing. And that's kind of how it's played out. Because you, you, you want to know, you want to know why Kevin Durant has leverage and where he can decide where he wants to go. He's Kevin Durant. He's Kevin fucking Durant. And this is this is what people didn't understand. I I get it. If they trade him somewhere, he has to play or retire. Right? He's four years contract. He has no choice. If he sits out. The point is, if you he said, also had I'm Simmons, gonna... he also had Simmons in the same building with him for a while. So yeah. Simmons no, learns a little she... bit from KD. KD learns a little bit from Simmons. I just think what people were missing was the fact that yes, he, Brooklyn can trade him for the biggest haul in NBA history, which is fine, and and he does deserve that. He averaged thirty-seven and six last year, efficient as hell, and he's only going to be thirty-four years old with a four-year guaranteed contract, but. If you're the Toronto Raptors and you say, hey, we're going to send over, we're going to make the leap and we're going to give up Scotty Barnes and OG or Siakam and three first, you don't think that Masai Ujiri is going to want to say, hey, Kevin, are you cool playing here? Because 
Kevin Durant, as much as we love him and as great as a basketball player as he is, he's his own dude. And at this point, when you've made half a billion dollars, you've won two finals MVPs. If he wasn't obsessed with basketball, like his leverage would be 100%. But I don't think he would ever sit out. But like he could call this a career and he's a top 20 player of all time. And like he'll go on Twitter and play MLB the show and get high. Like I, that's why Are I you just telling think us that he's mulling retirement. I don't want to say he's mulling retirement. That, that, now, that would be a tweet. <laughs> now, are there people? Are there, a... are there people in Brooklyn's on on the Brooklyn roster who the word retirement has come up about? Maybe, maybe does he does that player have an Instagram? Maybe, but also maybe not. So Kevin Durant will play, which is why Brooklyn still does have leverage. But Abe, they're not going to just trade him, even though he's mangled their entire franchise because they want to get a lot back for him. And so if they're saying we're going to trade you, what's that? Because you were knocking at the door for the Sixers to trade Ben Simmons right away. Same exact fucking thing. Now he's not Kevin Durant and he did have a four year guaranteed contract, but just a, a little bit of consistency on that. You were team player in the Ben Simmons situation. Now you're moving a little bit to team organization. That's all. That's all. No, I, I just think what KD is doing is he, he left the Warriors to go do his own thing. He followed Kyrie Irving there. He wanted them to trade for James Harden. And then when the going got tough, he said, fuck Brooklyn, which hey, I've been fuck Brooklyn since day one. So I, I feel him. But it's just like then the, the two locations are. And I'll give you another. Ter- some of the reporting I saw was clearly made up. Like some of these people have no sources. It's, it's honestly embarrassing. It. You, I, I, the whole, go ahead. Finish. I was just like Brooklyn saying, uh, unless you give us Devin Booker, like stop, you're just feeding that to reports. And two, unless they can keep Kyle Lowry, Bam, Tyler hero and the fucking Bitcoin arena, like, come on people. You're not actually saying anything. So what but. you said about Kevin Durant is like, fireworks i hope you can uh blame kevin durant all you want for half of this at the end of the day he did leave okc leave okc to go to golden state had it easy had it made there they would have probably taken him back and he said no you guys are talking enough shit on me that it was a snake move so i'm gonna go do it elsewhere he made his choice he made his bed he has to lay in it he chose Kyrie as a running mate this is all on Kyrie, dude. This is all on fucking Kyrie. Circumstances, and I'm fine with that. Circum, circumstances obviously played a role into it. The stupid New York City uh, vaccine mandate. I did see a scenario where Kyrie gets traded to LA, KD gets traded to Toronto, Raptors, Lakers finals. Kyrie can't play in Toronto. That would be fucking <laughs> hilarious. Are we still having mandates by next finals? Toronto, Abe, I mean, I, Matisse I, couldn't play. The, the, reasoning behind the blow up sure let's let's call it kevin durant but if kevin durant wanted it known that his relationship with Kyrie has has gone sour which i don't even think it has it hasn't so you can't blame Kyrie irving because you that's like abe that's like me standing next to you and you set you set a building on fire right like that was you but like i'm standing right there not doing anything either and so for that I am your boy. That's why I'm doing it. I'm just saying you are, I am also guilty. 
you're the one who did yeah, the there's, act. Yeah, there's plenty of guilt. There's plenty of guilt to go and blame to go around. But Kyrie is just this guy. And the whole opting in thing is so fucking weird to me. There, I, there needs to be not only a documentary on the biggest explosion in NBA history that was the Brooklyn Nets of the past three years. Brooklyn. There needs to be an there needs to be a documentary on how trades are are like how like a behind the scenes of the second that this news went viral that Katie could ask on Wendy's saying he knew it was a possibility. Like Kyrie opted in a few days before. See you back. All this stuff. Two days later, Katie's out. They were as much as like you can believe what you see on Twitter. You cannot sit here and tell me that Kyrie and Katie weren't completely communicating and aligned on what their future was going to be during this whole process dating back to Kyrie opting in. You think that Kyrie or Katie first found out of Kyrie opting in from his normal different people tweet? No. And then at that point, Katie already had his mind. You don't mind made up. You don't have a list off the top of your head unless you've been thinking about it for quite some time. So there's yeah. there was something that went, yeah, I mean, everyone has fucking, I want to go live in Miami and not pay state income tax on their list. Yeah, not that right. original. Um, but th- there was so much going on. I want to know if ownership knew about this, how blindsided they were to this, why it happened in the timeline in which it did, Kyrie causing a scene, going on this, complex Instagram laughing away the idea of, do you want to be in that this year? Opting in with a cryptic tweet 48, 36 hours later, right at free agency start Kevin Durant asked for a trade and then the icing on top of the cake. Why was Royce O'Neal traded? I thought you were going to say, and then Michael Rubin's house party. So Abe, let's move on. Did to we see, Roy- I don't, I don't think Royce O'Neal was there. Was he? I don't, I, I didn't peep. We him. need to figure out that as well. Let's close the Kyrie and KD stuff right now with what I know and what I anticipate happening. If you ask me right now, today, I think that Kevin Durant, I'll just stick with, I think Kevin Durant will be on Brooklyn's roster for at least a month more. Like, I don't see anything happening. Okay, now don't be be a little bit less of a coward and tell me where will Kevin Durant have his jersey on night one of the nba what jersey will he have on see the the thing is from what i'm hearing it really does seem like kyrie's gone like that feels he's a laker that it it feels like he's a laker but it also you know that's why i was saying it's like a love triangle of moves to be made it's like the lakers are gonna get kyrie but the nets refuse to do anything until they move durant meanwhile no one is ready to move on durant meanwhile what I think is gonna is gonna set the next moves in motion, Abe, is they're gonna traded. no, they're just gonna do the James Harden contract and and then try and trade for Eric Gordon, like all in one move. Oh, you just talked about Philly. Well, that's that's the that's the third part of the triangle. Is like we got to get something mm-hmm. moving. Aiton isn't gonna move until the nothing Durant nothing is going to move. See that's unless, the thing. I unless think it's Philly's a, gonna unless give it's up. a Phoenix, unless Philly. it's a Phoenix Suns Australian center where Sham's just read the room, dude. Yeah, everyone's sitting I, on I pins th- and needles I for think a KD that trade. Daryl's just gonna be like, "Look, we're the eighth best offer, although we have an offer out there." Je- but that it's all kind of irrelevant. 
it's all kind of irrelevant because the Sixers can move Tobias and others and still create room for Kevin Durant where there's James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Joel. Not if they not if they make a move for Eric Gordon is my point. And not if not if James Harden wants a few more million dollars. Like they are being patient, but eventually they're just going to be like, we're such a long shot. And it's not, even you know, James doesn't necessarily want this. Oh, like, pish posh. All this, all this stuff. I, I think, think the, that's the next. The funniest time. aspect of it is the fact that if you're the Brooklyn Nets and obviously you're just kicking yourself now and you're just like, oh, well, we're fucked. We're going to do this all over again. One of your moves to kind to try and not hinder your future, but to make a path after Kyrie and Katie was Ben fucking Simmons and to help them. And now you can't have a Ben Simmons team. Like, that's just not a thing. And if you want to start over, you want to start over with a young, promising star. The Nets can't acquire half of these guys because of some fucking rule with Ben Simmons is on their team. Half that's of these crazy. guys that could be on the market, let's just call, name a few randomly, Donovan Mitchell, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, um, any of these random young Bam, that are still yeah. playing, Bam, that are still playing on their rookie max extensions can't be traded to Brooklyn while Ben Simmons is on the team. If they traded Ben Simmons, oh God, I am just, I think I'm back to being obsessed with Ben Simmons. There was a point in time where I wanted to trade Joel before him. And now I'm just back to being obsessed with him. But there are a lot of aspects that need to play out in this trade. Four teams, five teams, six teams. Could Katie and Kyrie get moved in the same trade, but it's a four team trade possibly. That's why I just want to see like, is there a shared Google Excel sheet of like who has called with what? And there's like that one meme of the guy from always sunny in Philadelphia who has the red lines on the bulletin board trying to connect all the dots and the top photo is just Royce O'Neal um, because there's so much that needs to go into this. It's like, how can a GM be that organized and like take notes during his phone calls and write down all of his offers? Do the offers as come in heck, via text? Is there a group message? As hectic as it is, it, it's more streamlined and there's not as many options as possible, but we'll put a bow on that until, and, and the last thing I was going to say is it because Literally because the feeling is this thing isn't happening for literally a month. Like they'll try and salvage it. Maybe they meet with Nets ownership, all that stuff. I could also see something happening out of the blue in 36 hours. Just because that's like how this stuff works. The second you're like, okay, put this to rest. And that's the same way I feel about Donovan Mitchell. Like Woj is reporting that they're not going to move Mitchell. You don't just acquire six first round picks in 24 hours and then start rebuilding with Donovan Mitchell in his prime. So I don't think we'll that's see, fair. We'll I, I don't think that's fair. I think that if if anytime someone offers you six first round picks for a guy like Rudy Gobert, you forget whatever the fuck plan you have for the future. Take him and say we'll figure it out. And that's, that's all fair. that they did. But my my that's prediction, we'll, we'll, we'll like you said, we'll put a bow on this. Kevin goes to Phoenix. Kyrie goes to LA. Yeah, and, that's, and, that's and, definitely. What and the East is just Giannis and Embiid's forever. Hmm. And Quinn Grimes. All right, let's talk about let's talk about Rudy Gobert really quickly. Rudy <laughs> Gobert gets. <laughs> Rudy... Have... Sorry, hold on, hold on. Let me try and get there. Let me try and get there. Try not to laugh. The Utah Jazz <laughs> traded Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Smart, Minnesota... good move so far. Yeah, yeah the Minnesota Timberwolves. Not only do they get. I don't want to say good players, but they got some basketball players. I'll call them that. And not one, Abe, not two, not three, not four, but five. I know this is not LeBron James. Five first-round picks for – hold on. 
normally, normally when you take on one of the worst contracts in the league, you're granted with a draft pick. For example, if the Knicks were to take on Russell Westbrook's contract, they would probably get a first with it. No, the Timberwolves traded for Rudy Gobert's contract and gave up five firsts to do so. It's, I'm just going to say this. It's not the worst trade in NBA history until mm. it's all finished. Until it's all finished. But my God, does it not have a chance? No, I mean, it's just a fake, as fake franchise as they come. Trading for a guy. Like if, let's, let's, let's say that uh, this went in reverse order. You got a notification that says the first notification isn't the the Minnesota Timberwolves Wolves, excuse me, a lot of glitches this weekend are acquiring Rudy Gobert. The first notification you got is the Utah Jazz in a trade are acquiring five first round picks. Kevin Durant Utah Jazz jerseys would have been made right away before you saw the second version of the tweet. And this isn't like a NFL free agency type thing where a guy like Tyreek Hill or whatever, Amari Cooper are re quote unquote resetting the market for other players because they're getting more than maybe other guys should get more because they're on the market. GMs look around at this trade and that if they're, if Brooklyn's like, well, we need more than this because Rudy Gobert went for five and every GM in the league is just like, dude, like everyone fucking knows how stupid that was. <laughs> Forget about it. You're not getting that. Rudy Gobert's got to get traded for more than Kevin Durant did. Well, simple as that. Uh, I mean, there'll be more value in the Kevin Durant trade if it happens. Will there? Will there? Five, Think about yeah. this. Think about this. Yeah. The Nets are going to acquire what's they, what they want, a young star. Let's call it a, a top-tier player is at the ceiling would be a guy they can get is like a Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown alone – isn't leading your franchise in any direction. Whereas as a jazz fan, you can kind of twist it as if they get rid of Donovan Mitchell and that brings in another three, they have nine first round picks to work with. At least they have a plan. If the nets go ahead and they just get Jalen Brown and two first or whatever the hell it is, that's not giving them any real direction. So that's why I kind of think that I understand the value aspect of it might be in the jazz hands rather than a potential return on Kevin Durant. Yes, but that's the problem with trading Kevin Durant is no matter what you get, it's it's you can't you lose. Replace Kevin you Durant. lose. Right, you you lose the deal. So, uh, Rudy Gobert, Abe, I see it in the chat. Drew, you're my guy, but the T Wolves are looking scary for next season. I'm actually, I I let's say all right, all right. No, I'm not excited, but let's say that they gave up like two first a more appropriate amount of first round picks for gobert contract is is large they're paying two centers 200 you know plus million dollars but let's just say it wasn't Jack, the imagine worst paying ever. imagine paying a backfield 60 million dollars that is what I the understand. minnesota timberwolves are doing but let's say outside of contracts outside of draft picks just for Basketball. next season hoopers d'angelo russell anthony edwards uh they kept what's his name Jaden mcdaniels uh, yeah they, they traded Vanderbilt. Yeah. Go Bear and Cat. How do you feel? You know, they'll fill out the bench with some backups and stuff. But Who's a good how do you feel? Boy? Who's a cute, cute oh, chubby little cheeks. Uh, I get very sexually aroused 
at watching Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns in the fourth quarter of a close playoff game getting absolutely picked apart on the defensive end. Oh, Rudy Gobert, defensive player of the year. Open your fucking eyes. It happens every year in the playoffs. Teams bring him out of the paint and he tap dances his way to a five to a four one series loss. Now you get Cat, who's not as good of a defender, and it's just you bring them both on the out of the to the three point line. Where's the paint being protected? Like unless Anthony Edwards can take unless Anthony Edwards can take a like super superstar level jump where Anthony Edwards is nasty and we I, we all love Anthony Edwards but unless Anthony Edwards can become like a and I'm not even saying this can get it done but like a Jason Tatum type jump or whatever and be like holy fucking shit which I don't think he will I think he can over time there's nothing to see here in Minnesota this is it's you know it's season two going into season three this was the number one pick in the nba draft we know he's as you know an absolute athletic specimen he's a stunt bow cruise he's not his confidence is definitely not lacking and abe i'll say this and i think it's a little unfair to rudy gobert i agree he gets exposed he gets exposed in the playoffs but if you evaluate who the other defenders on the floor are for Utah over the past five years. It's not that he's the defensive player of the year and like he's great at his job. He was doing everything, covering for everyone. And as much as we love to rag on Gobert, everyone smart does know he is an incredible defender. Now in the playoffs, nobody is a, his own teammate says he puts no fear in anybody's eyes. Anthony That's Edwards fine. has a quote saying he'd rather go up at the rim against Rudy Gobert, granted that is his now teammate, than Chris Stapps Porzingis. I think that Carl Anthony Towns at the four, Gobert at the five, is interesting. If this was 2002, Abe, I think this is my title pick. Like, Jack, they I've, would I've, be... Jack, I've seen this before. I've literally seen right. this before. You've seen it's it with Al Horford, Horford and Joel Embiid. Yeah, it just doesn't it's, it's... work in this day and age. Cat will be well, camped, I, be camped give... out on the corner of sorts. And it just won't, it, it cannot. Benefit of the doubt is that Doc Rivers or Brett Brown, one of them was your coach. Jesus. Can you guys just hire a decent coach? You might make it past the second round. All right. Let's, uh, let's go into the middle portion of this segment before we talk Sixers, Knicks, and, and the rest of free agency. Fourth of July, like Abe mentioned, I did see it in the chat. Of course, Abe and I saw, you know, what happened in Chicago this weekend or today, rather. Just, no words, actually. Um, I could make a joke about how it's like that's the most American thing ever is a fourth of really July. It's not a joke. Right? It's dead serious. It's like as sad as it is, like it like that is now what the that's rest us. of our that's what the rest of the world views us as, and today is our day to be recognized as what we are, and that's where we are nowadays. And it's as yeah. simple as that. Like it's not even a joke. Yeah, and then politics wise, like the fact that it's become a political issue is insane. Like, I don't care about the politics of it. We could debate for hours and hours and hours. The fact that, you know, these men 300 years ago wrote the Constitution, like all this stuff. Everyone has heard both sides. At the end of the day, just look at the facts and look at this. Look, look at what's happening. We're the only country in the world where this is happening. And just know that it's now a fear that even when the good guys have the guns, this guy did not fear anyone who had a gun. 
and went and killed six people so far. And, you know, just for selfishly, I would say for even I sake, this is a super uh, highly populated Jewish area. And so there's a lot of belief that it was an anti-Semitic cause. And, you know, that sucks because we're a minority from that standpoint where our percentage of the population is very, very small. We've, you know, the Holocaust happened very, very recently in the grand scheme of things the past, you know, 100 years. So it's it's just a terrible, terrible day for the U.S. And I hope that you know, so I, I just hope that there's no more thoughts and prayers and that someone actually does something about it. But unfortunately, I don't think I don't think anything's going to happen. And that's probably the most disappointing part. Yeah, I think that's enough. I think that's exactly perfect. Yeah. So, all right, we'll move on from there um, to the fourth. So one more thing on Fourth of July, our boy, Joey, Joey Chest, Go. just crowned, just crowned 15th championship hot dog eating champion your boy jay set though the head of glizzy at underdog fantasy went off on the plug 25 beans into 1250 dollars for the fam maybe just rode the unders and emphasis 80- on for the fam it was not for jack settlement <laughs> it was not i can't hit a pick for my life and the two times i'm out of new york where i could place pickums, i'm in delaware can't place them there and we turn 25 into 12 50. I think underdog got caught Abe, for like quarter million dollars. I think a lot. I think a lot of money was had against them. But, a lot of glizzies. Uh, everyone was paid out. A lot of glizzies were not consumed, actually. But congrats to Joey Chestnut on just snapping you know, a guy's most... neck while eating 69 hot dogs in 10 minutes. That was nuts. He too. almost killed him. He almost killed that, him. He's on crutches. Was eating 70 hot dogs or a little few less this year in 10 minutes and snaps a guy's nearly snaps a guy's neck and just continues as business as usual. Joey Chestnut, you, my friend are a hero. So next up and listen, like, like anytime we do this, and that's just the bum. That's just the bum. (laughs) Of course. If you have listened to the first 40 minutes of this podcast, whether it's for breaking news, whether it's for sources, whether it's for analysis on Kevin Durant and his future, eventually it gets to a point where you just like us, right? You you can't listen to 40 minutes of Abe and I speak unless you like us. So at this point in the podcast, it becomes about the Knicks and the Sixers because you like us and hearing what we say about our stupid team. So first, if you're not watching on Spotify where you can see the video or on YouTube, just on Apple Pods, you won't see that my name is Jalen Brunson All-Star. Jalen Brunson is a New York Nick to the tune of four years and $108 million. Not as I don't or what doesn't matter. Or Cap's going up. Yeah, Cap's going up. How do I feel after a tumultuous hundred plus hours of Brunson's gonna be a Nick? They trade all these picks, they're not gonna get anyone else, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. How do we feel? And I saw a very important comment in the chat. And let me just find it really quickly. Uh, and it's not from Gabe Miller. Jack is to go with the five guys. Thank you for the sub. Where is it? Where is it? Yeah, we did hit a five guys before Chris Paul got a ring. I can't find it, but I definitely saw it. And it said, Jack, do you? Oh, here we go. Jack, do you think Jalen Brunson could improve? And I think that's a really, really, really interesting part to the whole equation, everyone who's evaluating the contract, $26 million a year, as we know, it's the 14th highest paid contract. 
is saying Jalen Brunson's the 17th to 15th best point guard in the league. But he is 25, and he is improving. Now, he could obviously go in the other direction because he's only had one good season. But could a 25-year-old point guard who the league, including Mikhail Bridges, one of the best defensive players in the league, says is the toughest cover in the league, improve? I think absolutely. So after all the carnage, can I, after can I all the— Can you there? Can you tell me who in the world said that Jalen Brunson is the toughest player to guard in the NBA? Yeah. Uh, someone— Bridges lo, Bridges obviously loves Well, that's Brunson. his best no, friend. But, yeah. But there was someone who said it. I want to say— Paul Cruz? No, it might have been Ant, or it might have been – it was someone. It was someone. One player in the NBA thinks he's the toughest player to guard. If that's not hey, worth that's, $110 that's, million. Dollars. <laughs> no one has ever said that about Ben Simmons. Anyways, I'm excited about the move. The reason why I'm still upset about the move, and it's not because Leon, Sam, and Rick Brunson, I, I have no problem with, with all that, and I hope their Margate weekend was amazing together. My problem is – what the move feels like is like a, a no move, right? Like we got a point guard, which is great. Doesn't but move you the needle. It, it's not even that it doesn't move the needle. It just feels like nothing else can happen now. Like are we going to get rid of Fournier and Randall and play quickly in Obi, Or is this like our squad? Because if this is a squad, I don't know if I want my season tickets. Not from – I think we'll be better, by that but not mean, interesting. By that you mean Jalen, Fournier, RJ, Julius, Mitch. Like that's, that's, that's just, that is just, that's not it's, even cute. It's fine. That's, just that's what it is. It's gross. Yeah. It's gross and fine. Exactly. And Which that is gets not you, you that gets you a maximum first round exit. Correct. hundred percent. So I'll but say hey, this. Playoffs in the garden, baby. That might be worth <laughs> Play- season tickets. I, I was watching them today and yeah, I missed those days two years ago. So emphasis on the word days. What do you do if you're the Knicks now? And I've had a lot of thought about this. The thing I don't understand is if you're the Knicks and you've acquired 22 picks over seven years, whatever it is, and you have young assets finally. Now, are they greatest young assets in the world? No. But, like, would a franchise be interested in R.J. Barrett, Obi Toppin, and Emmanuel quickly? Like, I think so. I think, I think that's an interesting type of package with a bunch of firsts. Like, go and do something about it. Like, you can't just sit on on all these guys. Go and try and and get Kevin fucking Durant. Because after that, you can leverage your entire future. RJ, Quick, Grimes, McBride, nine first. Give a fuck. You get Kevin Durant in the garden. All you have to say is, hey, rest of the NBA, who wants to come play with Kevin Durant in New York City? And Jalen Somebody will want to. Okay, sure. Somebody will want to, and you'll figure it the fuck out because it's a player's league. And when Kevin Kevin Durant is the player, so you go get Kevin Durant and you say, fuck it, Kevin, go find us someone that wants to play with you. And it won't be yeah. hard to say, hey, I'm Kevin Durant. Do you want to play basketball with me in Madison Square Garden? That's a I even Being a I would GM even go is as... not that hard. You can either do that, give the player your control, or you can buy a, a, an apparel company that's opening up a sports book, buy a team, sell a team, and then just control it from the outside. I I would even go like I don't want to trade Emmanuel quickly because I love him. He's my favorite player. I would even though go and say five first, Obi and Quick, go get me Donovan Mitchell. And RJ. I would try not to give up RJ, but if we have to give up RJ, then you give up RJ and you just 
Now you say there's stars in the garden. Everyone like jokes about the Knicks saying no one wants to play there. KD says it was, you know, the old cool, like make, like you said, if the Knicks were cool, make the garden cool again, it would MAGA baby MAGA and make the garden, <laughs> make Mithka. the garden cool. <laughs> and I just think that it's, you got to go make a move because if we roll out Evan Fournier at the two, like then the Knicks won't be cool. And you've done all this for virtually nothing, but the front office has had a plan. And for that, even if I don't like it, I will give them credit. The plan was literally, how can we make it? So family car drives are not that far for Thanksgiving (laughs) and they executed it to perfection. To perfection. Although that Mavs offer and that Woj tweet threw us off, threw everyone off the scent for a minute. So that's the Knicks. Isaiah Hartenstein, welcome, welcome to New York City. We're excited to have you. That's that's our time to shine. All right. As for uh, oh, I did want to say because we're on the whole give up everything for KD or even Donovan Mitchell. If you're a Boston Celtic fan listening, who we didn't even have Malcolm Brogdon trade in the Celtics on this show notes because I'm so pissed at them. Trade Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant and go win a championship. Like it's not fucking complicated. Like so easy. It's so simple. You've done everything perfectly. You put yourself in a contender role. Trade Marcus Smart and trade Jalen Brown. You add Kevin Durant. You slide in Brogdon, and you are literally now from losing four two in the finals to winning four two in the finals. Easy I think it's that. that simple. Easy as that. Crazy. I I actually made my way to. Uh, no way you don't trade Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant Twitter the other day in Celtics nation. I, I spent some time there during the, uh, during the Harden negotiations of no way you trade Tyrese Maxey for James Harden, which in the grand scheme of things, whatever. Sure. But like still, I was ready to fucking do it in a second. And that's a funny place to be. There's the there, where there were, there used to be that you don't trade Tyler hero for James Harden uh, section of Twitter. Those are becoming some of my favorites. And I, uh, facts. I mean, that well, profile picture is as tough as it gets. I just want to say Phil's two on two on Kevin Durant is coming to the city of Philly. That's 21. If, 21. There, if there's a portion of, of Twitter right now that says, don't trade Tyrese Maxey for Kevin Durant. I just want yeah. you no, to no, be no, no, I, I've been there. I've been there. I mean, those are okay. my people. So I see them on the daily. Um, they're, they, they know where they stand with me. Um, Tyrese, it's not that far. We'll send postcards. It's just a drive up 95. Um, you'll be with Ben, familiar territory. Seth, enjoy. I love you. Just a little cute little boy. I'm You're sorry. actually moving to New York. It's like a 20 minute train on the L to Brooklyn. You'd be like fine. You'd be you'd be chill. Tyrese, thanks for coming. Simple as that. Out with the maybe he gets to keep his his Ruben invite. Maybe. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. All right, give me Sixers because you're not getting Durant, you're not getting Kyrie, you're oh. keeping Tyrese, but Eric Gordon could be coming. What else did you like from the Sixers? Did what we need to do. I like, you know what I liked from the Sixers? We knew the whole PJ Tucker thing was happening. Fine, doesn't move the needle, but when you're at that level with those level of stars, not much that you can really do to really shift the needle. It's just finally putting the pieces together and doing it and filling small holes. They needed toughness, they needed defender, they needed shooting. They need experience. And most of fucking all, they needed someone that Joel Embiid likes. I have never, ever, 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 ever seen Joel Embiid party 
or hang out or dance and drink with teammates and friends like I did this week at the Michael Rubin party. Arms around James Harden, arms around P.J. Tucker. That's what this whole fucking thing has always been about. Shut up and make the big fella happy because he holds the nuts of your future and your organization in the palm of his hands. He's had back-to-back MVP caliber seasons. He was the the runner-up in both years. Just go get whatever the fuck he wants and make him happy. And they did that with P.J. Tucker. The Anthony Mellon's a solid move. Eric Gordon, fine. Kyrie, fine. Durant, fine. We're ready to go. Simple as that. Not much needs to be said. Yeah, just a I shooter. Do, Someone I do you think, can throw in the I'm way. You, I'm telling you, though, they're not done. They're not done. I don't know if Tobias will be here, and that will be yeah. tough. I will take out a full page in the Philadelphia Inquirer if he See, is I'm kind of, I'm kind of all in on Toby as option four. Like, that's good enough. He, he was last year. I know. But well, the they didn't is... have enough time together, and Harden wasn't fully healthy. Full off season, we know the deal. Skinny, fire, MVP season, yeah. Uh, but right. Tobias is the fourth option. Accepted his role. Listen, we put this thing together on the fly last year in March. Joel Embiid wasn't mm. there in the playoffs for a little bit while. We're ready to go. We're ready mm. to go. Simple as that. Back. He's back on the Sixers. Never in left. July. Never yeah. left. Never left. All right, Eagleson. James Harden uh, is still a free agent. He is a free come through. I mean, he does. Abe, you know, it's crossed my mind. It's crossed my mind a few times, by the way. If he just a free agent, if he just like dips, so that fuck it. So they've got Jalen Brunson, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, Isaiah Hartenstein. We need we need one more lefty shooting guard. Is all I'm saying. Quickly was at the party last night. That's all I'm saying. Eagleson, happy Canada Day. Happy belated Canada Day. Happy Uh, 4th of July to you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Celebrating our independence from the Queen. From the Queen. Fuck Uh, her. What's going on? I saw saw a car with the Queen of England sticker. Dude, what the fuck does she even do? Nothing. Like, figurehead, right? She's got to be like... Yeah, like Ty Lu with the Cavs and like just a <laughs> just there. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck her. Um, Queen's not allowed in the pod. <laughs> Say that right now. Queen's not allowed. In um, the pod. Oh, bitch. Um, yeah, I spent my weekend dans la belle province de Quebec, and yeah, that sounded like um, sexual. <laughs> kind of was. Um, I got a nice bottle of tequila, and. Can I we, mean, you guys hold on me. before you before you uh, get Jack and I on <laughs> any more trouble. Jack, <laughs> yeah, I know he's legal in their country. Are we allowed to like condone this since he's not legal in our country? All goes kids going to college. He graduated high school. We're all clear right now. He can be <laughs> a degenerate. All yeah, right, as you ahead. are, as you are. So I was at the Reuben party. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I mean, there's not much else to say other than. It's fucking amazing. Are you like, not a tequila it's... guy? No, like I was before. Like we've talked about this before. I had it at the club, right? In Montreal. Uh, yes, for $4 a bottle. Yes, exactly. So then I bought another bottle here and it's just so much better. Like no one else is drinking it there, but it's it's so good. How, mu- how much is wh- this bottle of tequila? It was 60 $20. bucks, I think. Okay. There we go. Yeah, but that's different currency. 60 CAD. He said bucks. I'll get him the benefit of the doubt. 
<laughs> 60 Canadian. He could be thinking whatever he wants as long as he doesn't say stupid shit like like bag mill cottage all this shit. Uh what was the, the What's the... wrong with a cottage? There's nothing wrong with the cottage to be honest. Nobody has cottages here, Jack. I big But they're hater. sick up there. Yeah. You are what is like what is the last time you've been to a Canadian cottage, Jack? I've never been, but I've got some Canadian friends, Drizzy, Scotty, you know, my guys. <laughs> yeah. And uh Drake doesn't have a I've, fucking cottage. He has a lake, I know. <laughs> All right, Eagleson. What type what do you have the tequila? Are we doing a live tasting? What's the vibe? No, that, that bottle's gone, but I did want to say when I was there just having a good time, I started to think about football season. I don't know if you guys have gone down this yet. I know you're talking about basketball, but I can I close my eyes, I can just see Tua to Tyreek. Like it's gonna what, I'm, the, you saw him in the kitchen while he's doing the dishes. You heard that quote? <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking Jack, about. Jack, what was but... that or something? They said they're yeah, building chemistry so... by Tyrese just breaking into his house and doing two of his dishes. Oh, because they're hanging out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they're good chemistry. They're like hanging out in the off season. So this you're in. More than... So you're in. I'm, I'm 100% in, and I'm so excited. So we haven't made a bet in a while. Wait, before we make bets, finish out your, uh, your day wet dream. So, I mean, it was just two of a Tyreek. It was like I... I Hadn't I guess I have fully wrapped my head around, but Tyree Kill is like on the Dolphins. Adult, nothing good ever happens to them. And just kind of like, oh yeah, like kind of forgot Hello. about football. Nothing good, Hello. nothing good has <laughs> happened yet. No, 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 time out. Time, that nothing good has ever happened to them. So what makes you think so, this is it? Right. So why it's Tyree uh, Kill? Cool. I'll see you week. It's then. gonna be cool. It's gonna be cool. <laughs> It's going to be fun, and I'm excited. It would be, but what's the vision? A bubble pass, a deep shot. Like week a one, you're shot. playing New England, right? Uh, yeah. Then Baltimore week two, yeah. All right. So week one, Tua play action to who's your running back? Mostert or they have Chase five Edmonds? Of them. They have five of them, Jack. Right. They spent twenty two million dollars in free agency. I forgot about that. Play action, Jasicki over the middle. Man. He looks the safety down. Hill down the seam connects. Like Lamar to Hollywood against the Dolphins week one. Oh, and it's just I like, that. it's just like, oh my God. They have so many weapons. It. Like it's going to go exactly like that every time. And then, you know, something, wheel Raheem Mostert around the outside. Like this, he's so fast. The team is so fast. I'm so excited. Right. Me too. <laughs> Me fucking too. <laughs> because Eagleson, there's one way this ends up. Not like the Dolphins could have a successful season. Without like a super, there's one way this ends up without a super. Tua looks big, like his arms look big. He's he's been. If anyone out. looks big, it's literally Mac Jones. He looks like a house. So I haven't seen any Tua. Mac Jones looks uh, unhealthy. Tua just, looks fit. Tua looks big, like like over. Five like his arms are big. Like he looks he he looks physically bigger. Like so he's, he, still, he's obviously he's a short left-handed guy. quarterback. He looks big for That's a short left-handed quarterback. Days. No, just into this. just historically. Short like he's he, he's been in the gym. He like he looks good. I'm a taller lefty than Tua. That's pretty cool. I am. Just you can't tell me I'm not because you never, you never met me. Yeah. So is your fucking quarterback. Like you can get excited all you want. At the end of the day, Tua is your quarterback. And at the end yeah, of the like day, you this, have to buy there a is, Tua jersey and be proud. There is no guarantees I as to what. Jersey. There is no guarantees as to what holds. For the future of the two attack, whatever Tyreek Hill Dolphins, except for one, you are not winning a Super Bowl. So, 
if you want, if you can, if you can find success in other ways, that that is totally okay. But at the end of the day, you're not winning a Super Bowl, so maybe you can make a list before the season for Jack and I. And I don't. You can put whatever you want on that list, and we can celebrate it like a Super Bowl. We can make fake rings for the three of us. But at the end of the day, <laughs> you're not winning a Super Bowl, so you need to find if you're really that excited, ways to have a successful season elsewhere. And that'll just furthermore prove that you are poverty. Because there's how are the Tua and Tyree Dolphins have any less of a chance of winning a Super Bowl than the Hurts and AJ Brown Eagles? Because of the third word that you said, Dolphins. You guys are a joke. Like, yeah, the Eagles have only won one Super Bowl, but there's <laughs> levels of just poverty that, that occur. And you listen, you, there's no playoff wins in your lifetime. In your life. In your life. What was a fluke? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. Look. This is the best fucking fluke may, may, you've ever experienced. Maybe there hasn't, but it's got to come sometime. You can't even it feels nope. good right now. No, no, yes, no, no, no. That is the shoe not has to drop eventually, and maybe it's this year. I would you agree was, that eventually you'll, you'll win never a watch game. your team play football in the second week of January. That's not never. true. I watched them play the Steelers in 2016. In the first that was, round. That was the, yeah, that was round one. Is that not? I know. I guess that's the Super Bowl second week of January. Um. No, 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 Super Bowl is in February, which I know you know oh, well, nothing well, about. Let's take so, one like... day. Eagles, let's take one day in January at a time. <laughs> now with the 18-week season, all you'd have to do is make the playoffs to play the second weekend in January. But since the, that hasn't happened either. So, look, eventually it'll be mid-January, and it might be 60 degrees in Miami, and maybe there's a playoff game going on. Mm-hmm. But until then... Just keep the wet dreams to is yourself. The, is the Orange Bowl? Could yeah, the, the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Good <laughs> yeah, point. So I'm glad you had a good tequila. I'm glad Canada celebrated their yeah, independence. Send me some of that fucking tequila because that shit is strong. Or just bring it <laughs> through customs uh, week two in Baltimore. I can't wait. We're going to need a good bet for that. Yeah. I'm not going to be allowed to drink there, am I? Don't say stupid shit on the podcast. You're gonna get us arrested. <laughs> do you think? Do you think that I'm not getting into the cops? All right. I, like, anyway, <laughs> Eagles. Yes, I do think they care because I've been in Buffalo before, and they seem very strict about underage in, people drinking in Buffalo. Yes. I, I, Mr. As a, FBI as a agent on this. Buffalo, I swear to God, hey, I might be there, but I'm letting. Um, this is a live stream, so this is live. Mr. FBI agent in the chat, I don't condone underage drinking. That's it. Those are my final <laughs> Me thoughts. Me neither. Me neither. Eagles, some final thoughts yourself. Two to Tyreek. I can already see it. Touchdown. Dolphins cut the lead to 27. Dolphins yeah, I know deficit, you're gonna... Dolphins deficit down to 17. <laughs> Any final thoughts? I don't condone underage drinking, Mr. FBI agent. And <laughs> we will keep you updated as to when tamper or my rye my Myro opens first official location london canada it's got to be a secret it's got to be a secret <laughs> got to be somewhere no one would ever go london canada back fam kevin Durant will be a brooklyn net in the month of august kyrie irving only god and his flat earth know enjoy your week much love 
Peace.